The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Hello again, everyone, and uh, welcome to another edition of the TOST Toddcast with Coach Q right here on the Belmont Media Podcast Network and simulcast on BMC channels 8, 9, 28, and 29. I want to remind you, of course, links to our weekly conversations are available on some of your various social media sites. Follow Time Out for Sports Talk on Facebook and on Twitter at TOSTBMC. Coach Q is also on Twitter at Q underscore coach and follow BHS football at Marauder F ball uh, coach and our Twitter handles. As you can see, if you're watching us on the simulcast are on your screen right now. And of course, uh, also another reminder, these are interactive shows. We welcome your participation. If you have questions for the coach, we had a question last week. We don't we have one we as did. of yet. We might we get one because some people know coaches schedule and may want to send questions while we're uh, recording this program. But if you have questions for the coach and you have a Twitter account, log in and use the hashtag Qs for Q. Again, as you can see on the bottom of your screen, if you're watching on the simulcast, it is hashtag QSFORQ. One of these days. One of these days we'll get one. One of these days. <laughs> well, as uh, you can see, if you're watching, again, I'm Todd Bloniars from the award-winning Time Out for Sports Talk monthly television show and always pleased to be alongside Belmont High School football head coach Jan Kuman, and especially uh, this particular week, uh, yeah, coach, uh, obviously, uh, on, you got off the schneid. Congratulations. Yeah. Broaders are uh, off the schneid. And, uh, of course, with that, we have to get the celebratory. Yeah. have to talk to the band director and see if you can't can't get this to be a band regular <laughs> doesn't get any better than Thundercats and I got my Nutter Butters. Yes, Coach Q is Coach Q and all Marauder fans uh, throughout Marauder Nation very happy that the uh, Belmont Marauders. You know, you know. Unfortunately, if you're watching us on the simulcast, we're sort of missing the. uh, You know, we we can hear the the theme song. We probably need to have the visuals that go with that. You know, like the. I mean, because if you actually watch this old animation from the 80s, you got Lionel doing work, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have quite the capabilities of getting that all set up here. One day. uh, One day. Yes. All right. Well, anyways, uh, so that is a, it's been a long time coming for that. So congrats, coach. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, first win of the season and going back to the old tried and true formula. Um, you know, as I was looking here prior uh, to last Friday, Marauders last win, of course, came on Thanksgiving Day, uh, that memorable game for many reasons against Watertown. It was also the last time that your team ran for 300 yards in mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. As you did 
this past week against we Lexington, 311 this week. Uh, so uh, just talk about, uh, you know, the running game came back. So uh, just tell us how it happened. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we, we'd we been really working to find a formula that worked in the run game. And um, we, we did our due diligence, you know. I would say we really did our due diligence with regards to uh, the defense that we were going to see and what it was that they were trying to do. Um, you know, we looked at this defense and said, this is a super, uh, aggressive defense. It's a very vertical blitz rooted defense. And, um, I was watching film and, uh, I, I just said this, man, this looks like, uh, Medford from Ben Jones's year, you know, this kind of mobile defense that comes up, jumps back and then shoots, um, and so we just decided to kind of bring back the two-back eye um, and run through the blitz, right, which is what we did against against Medford, right? I mean, two schools of thought to blitz run. You can either run around it or you can run through it or you can throw the ball, right? And um, we opted to try and run through it. And, uh, and then we kind of just simplified what we were doing up front for our hoggies. Um, and I think one of the reasons that we weren't having as much success as, as we could have had in previous weeks was kind of that we were just trying to do a little too much with those guys. Um, so we simplified top to bottom um, in terms of what their rules were, you know, and then just repped it and repped it and repped it and repped it and repped it. Um, and it worked. You know, we knew that we were going to get really cruddy weather. <clears throat> we knew it was going to be a, a monsoony day. Um so we said, let's let's get this right over the next four or five days. Um, kind of throw the gauntlet down to say we're going to run the ball, and uh, and so we did. Yeah, and uh, of course, I kind of on behalf of BHS Sports TV probably need to extend an apology because uh, uh, we were planning on, on broadcasting the uh, game, but as you said, the, con- the conditions were, were pretty bad, and un- unfortunately, uh, due to a long explanation we don't have time for on this show, but uh, the point being, uh, Jeremy decided, uh, you know, a couple hours before Yeah, understandably, to, to too. It was pretty gnarly out. I mean, the, the rain was consistent throughout the night, and the winds were, were blowing. Um, it was a pretty swirly, windy day, mm-hmm. so... Raw would be the operative word. Yep, for the, it was uh, it was raw for the uh, for the conditions for sure. Uh, you know, I got to backtrack a little bit here as I usually do. I, I was so excited about getting you know finding the Thundercats song again. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I wanted to mention, of course, when we last spoke last week at the very end of the show when we were previewing uh, the game, you were mentioning uh, you had said you know, this is the paraphrased part. You said uh, you know uh, what's preventing the team from winning is are things that can be fixed, and of course, I think that that's definitely true. The one thing. I will quote you verbatim that you said last week was, I'm excited to see what comes next for us. And yeah. of course, well, look, as, as it turned out, and unfortunately, I wish we had some some video to go with yeah. it to show you. You could see some of it. but I uh, mean, we were preaching that, like, too, all week to our guys going into Lex, right? And if you look at our season thus far, I mean, Wakefield is the one game that we should have lost, right? I mean, we, we did not show up to play that game. They were better than us, and they won. Um, and then we lost, obviously, to Reading and Winchester. Um, both in hard fight games, you know, and, and I mean, Reading was a game that we probably should have won, um, and didn't, you know, and so we were right there in the mix of it. Obviously that was a 1916 game and, uh, Winchester was a 197 game should have been 1914. We got that touchdown denied to us on the goal line, um, with about four and a half, five minutes left. So, you know, we on the inside of our football program kind of 
had a good understanding, I think, of who we were and what we what we had. Um, and we were also just super quiet about it and just sort of saying, let's go out there and, and build on this and have faith that what we're doing is working for us. Let's fix the things that we need to fix. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I stand I stand by that. And I and I continue to be excited uh, to see what comes next for us this week more yeah going forward well and the other thing you had mentioned last week too when even just when we were talking about lexington was you didn't care about the history in the past but i i do need to revisit some of this history because first of all not only is it the first win of the season for the marauders but it's also your first win as a head coach against lexington yeah the prior five meetings the average score <laughs> of the game well lexington was averaging over 41 points a game. i don't their know average, if i want these numbers their average margin of victory well i wasn't even going to run down all five scores i was just going to say uh the, the minutemen were averaging 40 over 41 points a game against you guys and the average margin of victory was 25 points yeah i mean lex is a big school program you know their enrollment is almost double ours i mean they they've got over 2,000 kids in the building there and and you know obviously bhs is about 1100 um and they've had the benefit of three of the the last four years of having some of the best skill athletes in massachusetts i mean they had jeff costello one year, and then they had um, Sal Freilich, who's now you know playing shortstop for BC as a sophomore, uh, um, and also was an All American as a freshman. Yep, so, I mean, yep. Abs, abs, no big <laughs> deal, no big deal, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, and and <laughs> I'm going to be good at a couple of sports. you know. And then <laughs> they graduated Sal, and we all went, "Oh, thank God, he's done," because um, I'm he's literally a video game character on a football field. And um, and then Anthony Bianchi came right up behind him and, and was f- fantastic. Uh, this year they got a junior there in uh, Mason Hatfield, you know, who's a really super talented kid. So, you know, we were kind of looking at it and saying, typical to Lexington, they, they have this this kid who's the kind right. of the guy. Not to mention he was coming off a really uh, good win against yeah, uh, Arlington they, where he I think he, he was responsible for like five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, scored, they, they were, he two, was like a player of the week or yeah. uh, whatever that was. But, you know, Lex is going through a coaching change. Uh, they got a new coach in there, and, and you know, it takes time. You know, Coach Peterson had been there for, I think, seven or eight years. Um, his system was in place. He'd kind of taken his, his lumps early or whatever as he was building. Um, and now George is over in, in Chelmsford trying to restore the roar uh, to the Chelmsford Lions. And um, I think that, that was definitely a piece of it, too. You know, um, you know young coach – early in his career um, over there now. And sad to say, I'm not as, I guess I'm not as young or early in my career. So from my perspective, it was kind of, you know, nice to be on the other side of that equation. Yeah, you're the veteran coach. Yeah, it was really honestly (laughs) one of the first times for me. I mean, I've always been a young guy in this league. So for me, it was kind of one of the first times that I kind of got to be the guy who'd been around the block a couple of times. Um, And uh, it it was nice to be in that role. So definitely sweet to uh, avenge, if that's the right word, uh, you know, five years of beats um, and pretty handy beats, too. Um, And, yeah, it felt good. Yeah, well, and, and it should have, uh, you know, and again, you know, as we kind of mentioned at the top there, too, you know, you rediscovered the running game. Uh, you know, I'm looking back at from the first three games that, uh, you know, a couple of those, obviously, as you said, were winnable games. But combined, if you take away the one big touchdown run that Chad Francis had in the opener against yep. Wakefield, you guys as a team ran for 144 yards of the first three games. That's <laughs> averaging less than 50 yards a game, and you doubled that output in just a single game this yeah. past week. Yeah, I mean, it, 
It it's been a. It's it must been, have been a. Fun, it must have been an interesting week of practice, I guess, uh, for one thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I say I say this a lot. I think that like, a lot of times people assume that there are these kind of alternate approaches to practice or whatever. You know, our practice approach is pretty consistent, um, whether we win or lose, or depending, you know, what we're trying to do week to week. Um, but you know, we came in on 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 film on Saturday and watched Winchester film where we had zero success running the football. Um, and not to overuse the, the, the phrase, but, but threw the gauntlet down to say, we're not going to be a successful team if we don't fix this. And it takes all of us to do that. It takes the coaching staff kind of looking at some redesign and figuring out why we're not having the success that we're having. Um, and then it takes the team doing the job that they need to do. We shuffled the line a little bit. That's the one thing that you guys missed by not being there. You know, um, We shuffled the line a little bit. We moved Matt Krasafi inside to center. We moved Hoff to guard, and we moved Westgate to tackle. And I think that those positions shoot those suit those guys um, significantly better than where we had them before. Uh, so that was a, a piece of it. Um, was that something that when your practice week started that you kind of made the move then? you inserted? No, I made, that, I made that decision going into Monday. Um, that's definitely, you know, something where we don't have as many guys who are as experienced on the offensive line as we did last year, where we could be like on a Wednesday, be like, Hey Sam, you got to go play tackle right now. Cause Bam's a little dingy or, you know, mm -hmm. um, we did, we don't have that luxury this year. We got a lot of first year starting guys on that line. Um, we made that change early in the week because it, it's, you know, looking at what guys are good at doing or not good at doing and trying to, you know, uh, highlight their good and, and hide their bad. And, and that's what coaches are supposed to do. Um, and then the other piece of it was those guys, you know, doing their job and, and embracing the technique. Offensive line running backs, like saying, we this is the week that we're going to put a stop to this thing. We're going to do what we've been coached to do. No questions asked. And they did that, and it worked. And while traditionally, I know you prefer the two-headed running back monster over the years, we, you know, you've gone through all the the great backs that you've been fortunate enough to coach, yeah. uh, you know, in your first five years. Uh, you know, now it looks like uh, with Chad Francis's performance, twenty-eight carries, two hundred thirty-three yards. A shout out from Danny Ventura of the Boston Herald. He's one of the uh, top. Uh, there were five Division three, Division four players of the week, and Chad was yeah. one of them. So congratulations. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, two touchdowns and everything. I mean, is he? Would you dare say he's a uh, a bell cow, at least he was for this week, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, you you were feeding. I mean, did you, was that something you just kind of there was a good rhythm going with him um, early? No, nope, that's ball kind or? of how the game developed. Uh, Tooseberry Cedric Toos was playing uh, on the defensive side of the ball for us, and then he had a little upper body strain, um, and so Chad got the majority of the carries. It wasn't something that we planned for, um, but it's just kind of how the game played out, and Chad took the weight upon his back and 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 ran with it, you know, and. Uh, yeah, because Tucson did score your first touchdown uh, to get but you. But good to going. see, good to see both of those. I mean, I, I, I kind of was a little bummed that Tuce didn't get more in that game, just because he's kind of starting to find his way, as you know, and he's a talented mm -hmm. kid. Um, but he'll be back. And uh, so is that his nickname, Tuce? Tuce, yep. See, I would say if you're going to go with two, I would almost say what you should go odd. Uh, I think you should go oh, with the too, French version. You're going too far. You're, I, 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 you're forcing it. I, I, you can't, am I? See, you when can't I, force it. I was, well, I actually, one of the games I used the first, I said, I actually learned how to say first yeah. down in French. Oh, really? So when Cedric got the first down. How do down, you say it? Well, now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I had a, I had kind of a crib note for it. it was a lot trying to ounce something, but I. But yeah, I no, I mean it was it was nice it was it was nice to see you know Chad kind of take that mantle and have that success. He's a wicked hardworking kid. He did a a bunch of work in the off season, you know, to get ready for his junior year. Um, it had been rough sledding in the first cup, you know, first couple of games, and and really excited to see him kind of have the level of success that he did that night because i mean you know 28 carries for 233 and two tutties is a pretty good night sure it's uh you know it's just, you know great effort there uh yeah and again you know, you look at this box score it's almost kind of similar to the watertown game because you, you you know except you you know avery arno did actually go back to pass five did, times five times but, uh, five whole times you know yeah but otherwise i mean you know so you've run 41 offensive plays 36 of them uh you're, you're, you're pounding the ball you've got uh great line work and uh, you know you guys built up the 21 nothing halftime lead too yeah. uh over them so uh we'll talk about your defense too you know obviously they and don't forget up. the third quarter run by little Barno by Barno. Uh, that was the for me the one of the offensive highlights of the game was Tyler Arno had a fifty yard scamper. Um, oh, okay. They yeah. Down to the one, Santoro scored and, on and the then, fullback dive. Um, Tyler's a sophomore. Um, Chad needed a blow. Yeah, we put him in there, and I go, should I adjust my call? And somebody in my headset said, just call your offense coach. And so I called it. They called a toss, and uh, I couldn't watch. I turned to Coach Cy, was standing next to me, and I say, Cy, I can't watch. I can't watch this youngin. And he said, Cy goes, he's going to the house. Before the snap, he said, he's going to the house. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden, in the context of the run, Cy grabbed me. I was looking right at Cy mm-hmm. like, like this. He grabbed me. So I knew either something really good happened or really bad happened. I turned around, and Arno was in the open field. Made a couple of nice cuts to wind it back, make a 50-yard run. Well, well, since you bring up the sequence of plays there, let me let me ask you this question as a high school coach. Uh, you know, guy pulls off a 50-yard run. He's down at the one-yard line. Are you thinking about getting him the ball in the next play to let him try to give him another chance to finish it off, get the touchdown that you probably figure he was going me to per- get there? Me personally? No. If you wanted the touchdown, you should have got in on the long run. Okay. That's fair enough. No, it's just why I'm, that's why I'm you asking. Know, so, now, so now we're, you know, looking at a different situation, you know, right? It's like like right, first, first, first and one play. on the goal is a different is a different situation than, you know, what we were in before. So, um, And also it was nice to get Tuna. Uh, to get Santoro a touchdown, you know, um, that's his first career varsity touchdown um, for Ryan. I'm pretty sure, you know, and that's a guy who's done a lot of work for us, right? So like mm-hmm. top to bottom, and somebody said it on the sideline too. Said give give Tuna a touchdown, um, and I I agree 100. percent Here's a kid who has been like all in for the four years he's been here. Doesn't miss a workout. Doesn't miss a summer event. Right? Tyler Arno's going to come back for two more years. Right, so he's going to have plenty of opportunities to score <laughs> touchdowns. Um, you know, Tuna's opportunities to score varsity touchdowns are are, are winding down. Sure. You know, so like that's that's something that we wanted to do for him and and was well deserved. Okay, uh, for the record, uh, first down in French. I I, I oh you Google it. Tri- yeah, well, I, I pulled it right up. Uh, Premier descente. Premier descente. Yeah, 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 that's that's like that. uh, so that's uh, first down. Yeah, but uh, that's yeah. a very literal translation, though. You know, like Premiere is first and sure. Desson is down. down. Well, well so. what, how else? Well, I mean, you can't, you know, there's no figure. I mean, those are the two words if you're going to literally translate yeah, those words. Yeah, but I mean, you would use that to say, like, he was the first man down. Right? Oh, well, okay. I don't know. <laughs> So you're, you're thinking in like footballese, they yeah, should be right. They don't have the there's language. No, there's no French football league. Well, right. not not that kind of not football that we know of. Well, not the kind of football we're talking. No, about no, today. no. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously there's the, football. Uh, yes, right, exactly. Foot. So there's that. So, uh, um, so yeah, I mean, so you you know, obviously, uh, 
you know, things, uh, what other, like, what other standout things you want to mention? I mean, obviously, your your defense uh, performed yeah. well throughout. I mean. Uh, uh, defense continues to be great, man. I mean, uh, the, the crazy thing in the box score is that I think, you know, we have a little bit of a discrepancy, but we had five sacks, six sacks. Oh, well, um, I don't. There, I, there are no defensive stats for you there. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, we're, yeah, what we, box score? You, I don't have a box score with defensive stats. I had, wish I did. We, but, had, uh, we had five or six sacks. Yeah. Um, which is a lot, obviously. Uh, Justin Rocha had a pick in the end zone at the end of the first half um, on one of the few Lexington sustained drives. Um, they scored on a kick return for a touchdown um, and on a busted coverage um, where we didn't do our job um, and got crossed up. So we were dominant. Um, they, they couldn't move the ball. And just for me, it's, I'm super excited because that's now like three consecutive weeks in a row where the defense has been stout. Um, yeah. one of the better defenses numerically in the Middlesex League. I was kind of frustrated we didn't get the goose egg because that would have put our numbers where I think they kind of deserve to be. Um, yeah. You know, because Wakefield, one of their touchdowns was a kickoff return for a touchdown too. Right. So if you take those 14 points off of our point total that were scored by special teams, yeah. not against the defense, our defense is, has been pretty good. Your um, defense has kept you in every game. Yeah, every I mean, single one, yeah. right? So those guys are, I mean, those guys are playing ball. You know, I was super, super excited. Uh, Brendan Westgate was able to force a fumble out. Justin was able to get the turnover. We were crazy physical. Uh, we hit hard. Uh, we you bottled up five sacks. Five right? sacks. We did bottled Quan up Westgate. Get one of those? Uh, like... Quan did not have a sack. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek had a bunch. Uh, Hoff had one, and um, Kevin Logan, sophomore D end. Uh, had a had a sack as well. Quick question on on Derek Brown, like you, you know when you first put him exclusively, that was last season when you moved him exclusively from playing both uh, offense and defense to exclusively on defense, and all of a sudden he really kind of turned it up. His defensive play was great. Now you've got him back playing both sides again, mm-hmm. and he's still continuing to play good defense. So talk about how he's been managed to make that adjustment. Yeah, I mean I think that like last year for us it was more about Derek being comfortable in the offense. It wasn't like a, I mean, he was tired a lot when he played both ways but I mean it's it's hard to play both ways so no matter what if you get if you get if you're an Ironman player like you know you're gonna be tired you're gonna need breaks um for us last year it was more a responsibility rooted like understanding of the offense thing Derek is the best offensive lineman on our unit right now and I don't think any single one of our starting hogs would disagree um when he gets into you and his block set man I mean he's He's something special. Um, that kid is 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 just a special football player. Um, I honestly, you know, Coach Sai would probably shoot me for saying this. I, I think he's a better offensive lineman than he is a defensive lineman, and he's a great defensive lineman. You know what I mean? I know that sounds crazy. But well, you, you know, if like we you you know just from games I've called too, it feels like I was you know and obviously there's no metric. When he was on defense. He was I was calling. I felt like I was called his number. Yeah, a lot. but there's no met then, there's no metric for that on the offensive side. True, of the ball, right? right? So like I see it because I'm watching O line film every after every game and after every practice, and I'm like, look at this technique, you know, and and, and but you know, there's no like. And, and pancakes are the most overrated stat in football. You know, like, nobody mm-hmm. cares. Like, true O-line coaches, like, real O-line coaches, we don't care about pancakes. It's one of the most ridiculous statistics ever, right? For yeah. me, it's, like, executed block, right? Like, it's, I don't I don't need you to fall on top of the guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Derek had a great day. Um, another guy, like, Ryan Santoro had a great day. Um, Will Cedric had a great day at linebacker. Will Shelley played some linebacker, had a great day. 
Um, it was just kind of one of those, one of those, you know. Um, Shelly's number we've called uh, a bit. Yeah, Shelly's, and he's a young guy. Too. He's he's learning too. So it's just kind of one of those, you know, um, a team days. You know, you gotta love it when a plan comes together, and and <laughs> right. it kind of did. You know, we yeah. had a good plan, and we practiced it well, and it was the right plan for the right game against the right team in the right conditions, and we were able to get a win. Right. It, it took four weeks, but it all came together, Tough. and you got right. You know, you got got yeah. into. And the, honestly, uh, like you know, people keep saying that they're like, it took four weeks. I'm like, really? It nah, took you, like two weeks. Right. To be honest. Like, you know, because as far as I'm concerned, like, we had a good plan against Reading, and sure. it was right there. And we had a pretty decent plan against Winchester, too, and it was right there. So, you know, again, yeah. I don't I don't look at it and it's like, we were a bad football team until this. Like, we have been a good football right. team. I'm not, I'm bad not trying breaks. to imply that either. No, I'm no, just saying, I'm just. But it's nice to finally get rewarded. It is nice effort. to get yeah, the dub. I, mean, I will definitely say that. It sure. Is, it is nice to get a win. And now speaking, you, know, you had alluded earlier about trying to avenge, or you, you weren't using that with <laughs> with Lexington, but with Arlington, you might have a little something there to try to avenge because, you know, obviously you were a, a few minutes away uh, in last year's game from finishing uh, six and five. And uh, so, you know, you got to go to their place now. And uh, like you said, uh, you know, they're uh, they're reeling a little bit. I mean, they had the, the tough game, you know, the week before against Lexington. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if you use the transitive property, which I know doesn't really work in sports, <laughs> but, you know, being a math guy, it's like if A is greater than B and B is greater than C, then A's got to be greater than C. C right? And you guys beat Lexington by by two scores and they beat uh, Arlington by two or four scores. Yeah. So, I mean, so we should win by six, six scores. scores. That's well, or you should just at least win. I mean, you don't have to yeah. necessarily win by um, six scores. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not no. Oh, I mean, unfortunately, up. the transitive property doesn't hold true <laughs> where there are independently operating variables, right. right? I mean, the transitive property works as long as your variables are constant, right. but football, you're, yeah, you're always playing is, on the same field with the same players. Exactly. The same and fo- football right. is, is yeah. not that, obviously. Yes, there's um, constantly changing variables. Yeah, Arlington has a new coach, uh, Coach Coach Delo. Coach DeLoretto was a longtime Reading coach, really good coach, man. Um, you know, and, and I know that they've kind of had a little bit of a rough season. I know their numbers are down a little bit. Um, we, that, that means nothing to us in terms of their danger. Uh, they got a good quarterback, a good running quarterback like they had last year. Uh, this kid I see is, is equally good. Um, and we're going to have to be, uh, uh, a disciplined and hardworking football team over the course of this week in order to get the win, you know, um, it's we're excited for the opportunity you know we're excited to go out there and play ball but you know this is we're not we're not a team that can look past anybody or look past a week or anything like that so you know we definitely see the scores like everybody else we've seen the lexington arlington game um now twice you know because uh uh of how the scout films work out you know so we've we've watched that game a lot um obviously we know what we were able to do against lexington but you know, week to week is a new task. And, and I know that Coach D'Lo is going to, you know, have those guys fired up. And they beat us last year. So there are kids on that team who remember beating us last year. And, and they will likely be, you know, loaded up and full bore, ready to go, thinking this is the this is the Middlesex League game we're going to win because it's Belmont. And, and we're going to hopefully have something to say about that. That's right, because they're still they're looking for their first win, yeah. too. So um, a, they're looking for their first so. Middlesex League win. They beat, oh, they okay. beat Cambridge in the non-league uh, weeks. Got it. Um, okay. So, you know, we've got to stop this quarterback and continue to play good defense, and we have to execute offensively. We have to build on our success. You know, we can't be complacent. That's what we ended practice with talking about today. I, I flipped a little bit on our defense because I didn't like our energy today. I felt like our energy was complacent, 
Um, and at no moment in time in this sport can you be complacent. When you are, it's when you know somebody who shouldn't beat you beats you. Um, so I got on the defense a little bit there, and uh, we finished up with a pretty good you know 12 minute team end of team period there uh, with a little bit of mustard and a little bit of mojo. Um, and so that's kind of our focus this week, you know, is to is to say let's let's not stop working because we had a good win. <laughs> Right, because um, it's just one. You got to follow. Yeah, you, you let's know, motivate to keep to keep working and keep getting better. So that's that's definitely been a focus. All right. Well, wow. We, we actually still have a, a couple minutes. I shouldn't say hey. that because then you're going to go off on a five minute. Nope. Speech I'll, I'm me. I'm going to be good. <laughs> I'm going to be good. I promise. Whatever question you ask me, we'll that's have all right. A, we'll have a terse answer. That's all right. Well, okay. Well, yeah. You you know what? Nutter butters, beef jerky, and what was the oh third? not oh my my. I mean I'm. Yes. His, <laughs> Coaches go to snacks. I'm just getting my taste back, right? So mm. radiation took my taste. I remember not to now go long. I remember the day because I took my staff, two of my staff members, to my favorite um, little sandwich spot in Cambridge, which uh, I'm not. I'm not going to say the. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of because uh, I'm trying to keep it a secret. Okay. And um, well, at least not on the air. He'll tell me. And I couldn't. And I won't. And I couldn't <laughs> taste my sandwich. And so that was probably two or three days into camp. So I haven't been able to taste my food. Um, and it's starting slowly to come back, which is why I got I got my Nutter Butters right here because yeah. I love Nutter Butters. Peanut butter cookies. Yeah. Yep, okay. I love peanut butter cookies. Nutter Butters, um, sunflower seeds, if yeah, I'm not on the turf, is, right. is a go. Um, that's gotta be tough. Cause you, I, I'm not, e- all the time. I'm not eating them right now. Well, I usually sunflower okay. seeds. I'll take a little Gatorade bottle out with me so I could spit the husks into that. Okay. And then, uh, and beef jerky, man. And really all kinds of jerky. There's a place in Colorado in Georgetown, Colorado, a little mining town up in the mountains. Um, that's jerky emporium. They sell all kinds of jerky. Uh, that's the best jerky store I've been to in the continental 48. Really? Fantastic jerky. Imagine I mean, like all buffalo kinds. jerky. Must yeah. Be big but there. I mean, you're, you're thinking small, Todd. I mean, you got to oh. think like ostrich jerky, oh. um, peacock jerky, which I'm not even sure they're supposed to have. It's delicious. Um, some fish jerkies, like a salmon jerky. Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, that's kind of like just dried, like you, you know, like getting dried. Yeah, it's like fish smoked, fish. smoked uh, fish. Gator, yeah. gator jerky. Uh, snake jerky, Tastes multiple, like chicken, multiple right? different kind of lizard jerkies. <laughs> um, lizard jerkies. I mean, if you, okay, I, so what's your go-to out of all the jerkies? What's your? Go-to? What's, I, I don't really have a one go-to. Oh, okay. I, I I consider myself a connoisseur of multiple types okay. of jerkies. But right. if I had to pick, like I love a good quality, just a good quality beef, salt and pepper jerky, okay. or maybe like honestly, I'm a sucker for teriyaki. But if you were in that store out in out there, you know, I mean, some of those jerkies. Everything. I mean, like I walked into like, that what's store. What's the best jerky you've ever tasted? I guess that'd be the. Question. I mean, I spent four hundred. I spent four hundred dollars on jerky when I was there. That's not an exaggeration. I spent four hundred dollars on various kinds of jerky because some of that jerky is like yeah. fifty dollars a package. Um, best jerky. Man, they they had a they had some I, I, and again it's not like the quality the, the meat wasn't crazy they had a specific kind of venison jerky that was like cured a certain way that definitely rubbed me the right way and um, and then there was a, a, a there was a duck jerky that I brought back with me that mm-hmm. was fantastic because duck is it's got a good fat to it. You know, mm-hmm. you get the fat into the jar. I don't know how they do it, man. But how's that work when you buy the duck jerky? They bill you for that, or no, no, you you just buy it. And you just 
You saw what he did. I did. That was a good one. But, the master uh, it, of the bad puns right here. It was a good pun. I, no such thing as a bad pun. Uh, wow. he, he, who would, he who would pun would pick a pocket. You know, that's what they say. So. Um, so, yeah, jerky. If anybody, uh, I love jerky. Okay. Well, that's good. There you go. So, as we are wrapping up, and we went long, and it was my fault because I went off on the jerky nah, question there. So, but anyway, uh, as we wrap up, I just want to remind you one more time, all of our podcasts with Coach Q can be found online at belmontmedia.org slash podcast. They are on soundcloud.com. Just search Belmont Media. Get the free SoundCloud app. It's easily downloadable to your phones. Do it. Whatever advice exactly. And uh, don't forget, yeah, we're not on the gram, sorry, but we are on Twitter. Uh, Send your questions to Coach on Twitter. Hashtag Q's for Q. I'm going to keep pounding that home uh, uh, with the links when we send them out. So until uh, until next week for Coach Q, I'm Todd Bloniars once again saying go Marauders and thank you for checking out the TOST Toddcast right here on the Belmont Media Podcast Network.